everyone. Welcome to Dr. MC's Self-Care Cabaret Podcast. I'm Teresa Melito connors a doctoral-level educational administrator and mental health practitioner focused on helping you, our world's helpers. So how was your summer? I just love summer break. My summer was awesome. I completed some home projects, practiced yoga every week, danced, and spent countless hours by the pool with my loved ones. We saw the Barbie movie. I mean... <laughs> who didn't at this point, and celebrated my mom's birthday. We even attended a bridal shower of a dear friend who's getting married in a couple of weeks, and my husband and I have the honor of being part of her bridal party. Very exciting. I went live on Instagram with some influencers and folks I admire and broke new records on my social media reach. I was even published on the Today.com Today Show website. How cool is that? I got to be the closing keynote at the Massachusetts Association of Vocational Administrators Conference, and I presented two workshops at the statewide Mass Teachers Association Conference for notable events this summer. It was so great, and I hope you had a wonderful summer as well. So we're going to mix it up for the next few episodes as we head back into a new school year. In a break from our usual format, we're bringing back bite-sized pods, which will be me, Dr. MC, chatting with you about a particular topic. If you recall, we did this last year, and it was well-received. So let's give it a go again. Unlike our interview style episodes, bite-sized pods drop weekly on Wednesdays, and they may be on the shorter side, but with a new school year upon us, shorter may be just what the doctor ordered. To kick us off, we're going to discuss beating the Sunday scaries, or the new school year. So the Sunday scaries typically refer to the feelings of anxiety and uneasiness folks feel on a Sunday or the day before the start of a new work week. For educators, the end of a summer break before embarking on a new school year can have a similar feeling, but possibly even more intense. This can also be true if you are a student, a parent, caregiver, support staff, administrator, etc. In other words, You are not alone in this, and it is totally common and normal to have this feeling. A recent LinkedIn survey found that 75% of working Americans say they experience the Sunday scaries in general. So as you approach the school year and summer's end, you may notice stomach issues, restlessness, irritability, a vague sense of unease, perhaps anxiety or uncertainty, and overall stress. Even other emotions may be bubbling up for you. But whether you like it or not, the new year will begin. So as educators, we must combat these Sunday scaries and start the year off from a place of calm, being centered and grounded. As I love to remind folks, self-care is other care. So let's picture it. Here you are living your best life all summer, enjoying the break, pool days, beach days, family time, vacations, reading for pleasure, maybe some professional development, home projects, sleeping in, staying up late, catching up with loved ones, etc. And then there it is, August. It comes so fast. And you know what that means. As the last Precious weeks of summer slide by, you find yourself feeling a bit uneasy. For you know, the new school year is coming, and all that comes with that. The good, the bad, and the ugly. 
So as we embark on a new school year, you may be filled with some excitement, but this can also lead to some unhelpful behaviors, which will further perpetuate the uneasiness. Behaviors such as calculating how many school years until retirement, or thinking to yourself, 180 days ain't so bad. Maybe you even peek at the new school year calendar to see when your next break will be. And when the last day of school is, if there are no snow days, counting down those minutes to your next break. Or worse yet, you go all out and give in to the new year, new me trap and completely overhaul your new routine using cheap gimmicks that won't last more than a month, if that. You know the ones I'm talking about. The frenzied meal prep, the epic binders with new tabs, the gym membership you won't use, and all the things we think are sustainable, but are not. Don't forget all that you've learned here at the Self-Care Cabaret about little shifts and small habits having a dramatic impact. These behaviors of counting down the minutes are not going to promote enjoying the present moment and bring that sense of calm and grounding that we are striving for that will make you show up as the best you possible for your students. Instead, they will leave us miserable and disconnected. So what do you do? See if you can identify what is specifically causing the uneasy feelings. Is it a new class you're teaching? Maybe you're going to a new school, starting a new job, moving your classroom, or taking on additional responsibilities, maybe professionally and personally, just trying to balance everything and more. And don't let anyone try to invalidate any time you may have had off this summer or that you shouldn't feel a certain way about returning. Feelings and emotions are valid and worthy, and it's okay to feel those feelings. Unless they also work in education or another helping profession, they don't understand your world, just like you likely wouldn't have as much of a clue about, say, importing, exporting textiles from Art Vandalay on an overnight freighter, or whatever it is someone else might do. Who doesn't love a good Seinfeld reference? Anywho, once you have identified some of the reasons behind your feelings, next, try to consider how to tackle it. What is within your control? Who can you ask for help? If it is an insurmountable to-do list looming, can you break it down? Can you break it down to the things you have to do, the things that can wait, and maybe things someone can help you with? Not everything is an emergency. In fact, most things are not. But there are certain tasks, of course, that take priority. See if you can get in touch with which of the items on your to-do list fall into each category and start from there. Can you practice some self-compassion? Remember, you are not alone and you cannot do it all. Give yourself patience and grace. Speak to yourself and about yourself as you would a loved one. Maybe Instead of focusing on all the things you still need to do, you can focus instead on what you have done. I love that little mindset shift. It can really go a long way. And let's actually practice some self-compassion right now. Let's take a self-compassion hug break. So I invite you, if it's safe to do so while listening... 
to sit up comfortably in your chair. Really feel your feet pressed into the ground beneath you. Feel your body supported by the chair that you're on. And if it's comfortable, you can lower your gaze or close your eyes. We're going to take a big deep breath in through our nose. And when you exhale, try to make your exhale longer than your inhale. That helps activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest response, the opposite of our fight or flight, and can really quickly bring a sense of calm over us. Now, while we take that deep breath in, you're going to extend your arms all the way out to the side, like you're going to give the whole world a hug. So breathe in, extend your arms, and on your exhale, you're going to give yourself a hug and really give yourself a squeeze. Feel that light therapeutic touch, that gentle pressure on your body. Yeah. And let that go. Repeat as necessary. That can just be a really nice self-compassion practice to just kind of feel yourself, giving yourself a hug, feeling yourself back in your body and grounded. It only takes a few seconds, right? Another thing you may want to consider is adopting an affirmation. Perhaps something like, I can and I will. Or, I am enough. I am worthy. Or, feel free to come up with a new one. An affirmation, if you're not familiar with it, is a short phrase or statement repeated to help you feel good about yourself. Perhaps you write it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror that you'll see every morning, on the dashboard of your car, on your desk, on your computer screen, make it the wallpaper on your phone, whatever it is, something that you'll see regularly and can repeat it to yourself. It's easy to practice anywhere and research shows it can have a dramatic impact on our self-esteem and overall well-being. And if the to-do list that you're looking at is just too long, or you didn't listen to my advice above, consider if there are things you need to remove from your plate. What might those be? Delegating can be hard and sometimes feels, I don't know, a little icky, relinquishing control of certain things, but there's no shame in asking for and accepting help. Or just accepting that you cannot do it all and There's things on my to-do list that have been there for years. (laughs) They're just never going to happen. They're obviously not that important or they would have happened by now. You can also just think about how you can add more joy into your day-to-day life. Remember, it can be short and small and still be wildly effective. And make sure you take some you time before you go back. Don't try to cram everything into those last glorious weeks of summer. And don't be afraid to talk about it with colleagues. As we said, you are not alone. So chances are your colleagues are feeling the same thing and can support you and you can support each other and build a stronger community through sharing authentic emotions and real challenges. And maybe if journaling is your thing or you want to give it a whirl, Write about your feelings, but also write about how you want this school year to go. What intentions are you setting? What do you want to accomplish? How do you want to feel 
the school year? What is something you're looking forward to? Can you treat yourself with something that will make your life easier or your classroom a more exciting place to be? And last, but certainly not least, practice some gratitude. As educators, the job can be hard, but it can also be very rewarding and fulfilling. Remember why you started and what keeps you going. Bonus points for practicing gratitude as it helps rewire neural pathways in your brain to boost your mood, improve your productivity, and your overall happiness. Thank you for continuing to show up for your students. Just don't neglect yourself in the process. And while we're talking about the new school year, I thought I'd share a little bit about my intentions. One of my intentions going into this year is to move my body more. You likely know that dancing is my go-to. And I've just been struggling to find a time to move my body in ways that feel good. I don't like coming home from work, you know, and, and then going back out a couple hours later for a class or whatnot. So I really am looking for something in that like 3 to 5 p.m. sweet spot. However, I really can't find anything. Or rather, it's impossible to find something joyful at that time. So I've decided to create it. I am introducing Dance Breaks with Dr. MC. And what that is, is a 30-minute virtual class for all bodies. It's a pop-up class, so I'm not sure. They're not going to be like at the same time every single week. It'll be kind of as a pop-up basis, but it will be announced in advance. If you haven't moved your body in a while or just looking to have some fun, this class is for you. Again, it's for all bodies. You can use a chair or a stool. I'll give lots of modifications. You can take breaks as needed. It's only 30 minutes. We're going to start with a five-minute warm-up, some gentle stretching, some breathing exercises. We'll do some dance cardio, again with modifications, for about 20 minutes. And then we'll end with another stretch break. I already have the playlist set, and it's so much fun. It's free to join. Donations will be accepted, but not, um, you know, not necessary that you do that. And the first one is actually tomorrow on August 17th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll put the link to register in the episode notes, but you can also find it on my social media channels at Dr. MC Self Care. But be sure to be following me and join my mailing list on my website so you don't miss the next announcement because I realize tomorrow might be a little too short a notice for you. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. I hope you're feeling more energized and empowered, and I wish you well in this new school year. I hope it's the best one yet. And if you liked what you heard here today, subscribe and leave a review for this podcast on your preferred platform. Follow along on Facebook and Instagram at Dr. MC Self Care and Dr. MC Self Care Cabaret on LinkedIn. You can also visit my website, drmcselfcare.com, for the latest updates and to sign up for Cast Party, my e newsletter. And if you're interested in having me present to an audience near you, email info at drmcselfcare.com. Thanks again. Stay well and do good.
Did you hear the news about our exciting new offering from the Self-Care Cabaret? We're calling it Talkback. If you're familiar with the theater space, you may have participated in a Talkback before. After a performance, the cast and crew will come back on stage to chat with the audience and answer questions. Think of it as a casual, guided discussion. Inspired by this and by popular interest, we've come up with a talkback for the Self-Care Cabaret podcast. Groups will listen to a podcast episode or two of their choosing. Then I'll come and lead your discussion, either in person or virtually, of those episodes, expanding on the big ideas. It's a great option for groups looking for short, impactful professional development or smaller teams looking to get an introduction to self-care and well-being. We have done a few of these so far, and let me say, they have been so much fun. So if you're interested in bringing a talk back to your group or organization, email podcast at drmcselfcare.com.